All right, fans. It is Tuesday night. It's April the 6th. This is the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, how's it going? Very, very good, man. And I uh, I appreciate you being willing to take last week off as I had a, uh, I had a little vacation getaway prior to the... Um, I have a storm getting started for WrestleMania, so I appreciate that, but we are back. Well, I, while you were away, I got caught up on some movies. I swear I watched the stupidest movies, but they don't find me. I don't find them. They find me because you know how I listen to movie podcasts? Yes. And so, like, they... Every episode, they review a different movie. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to check it out. And then when I do, sometimes I'm like, I'm sorry I did. Because they were just stupid. Yeah, well, the one you were just telling me about, the (laughs) the ice cream truck. The the ice cream truck from 2017. In fact, you know what? Let me see something here. Uh, Okay, I'm pulling up... The movie on IMDb, okay? All right, this is the synopsis, okay? Right. Mary moves back to her suburban hometown to find that the suburbs are scarier in more ways than she ever remembered. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Wait, that was the entire synopsis? (laughs) That's the entire synopsis. What the hell? That doesn't tell me anything. Well, well, that's a dead giveaway that the movie sucks. That's exactly what that means. <laughs> and actually, I'll tell you how bad it is on a scale of one to ten. Uh, um, how, how, what, what rating do you think IMDb gave this? No, two. A four point seven. <laughs> oh God. Well, well, based on your descriptions, I'm assuming that's a that's a little bit generous. But but it does uh, give me work because every time I watch these movies, I just like go and create my own movie posters. Yeah, well, uh, you know, you were showing me a couple of them right before we hit record, and I can tell you, I'm not just saying this, but yours are better than the actual movie posters. Thank you, and I am up to 284 because I have them all saved on. Pinterest, because from Pinterest, I can save them onto my USB in case something ever happens. Okay, cool. Well, uh, you know, you got to get back into the habit of doing the posters for our show. I know, right? I got to, yeah. I do, I need to get, I need to fill in uh, the the ones that still have the logo. But speaking of our show... We have a crazy week. Yeah, so let's um, just real quick. Let me let me run down what we got for you tonight, and then uh, you know the plan for the rest of the week in terms of attacking it. Because obviously WrestleMania week means it's pretty much hell week uh, for us in fraternity terms. I'm sorry. Before I go on, before we go on, I just have to talk about uh, the network. Yeah. Now, did you hear? Did, now, you you saw that uh, the that Peacock removed that segment with DX dress up as Nation of Domination, right? Yes. Did really? Did Vince really think this through before signing that deal? Because Peacock 
the way it looks, the way it, from my point of view, it looks like Peacock is trying to erase WWE's history. Well, that, well, that's exactly what they're doing, and uh, you know, I uh, I understand that Peacock is a uh, you know corporate entity, and when you sell your soul to NBC Universal, stuff like this is going to happen. Um, so it wasn't unexpected, I, I don't think. But I, I, I just think, I just think this is a really bad decision by WWE because now well, you're just erasing like history. You're erasing history. You know? Right. And look, uh, you know, I've, I've never been pro censorship either way because you're doing exactly that. You're erasing history and mm-hmm. that doesn't do anybody any good. What you know, history helps us learn from our mistakes, but you don't do do anybody any good by erasing it. That's what, yeah. that's, what that's what people nowadays don't understand. And that's what Peacock is doing. I so I, I wonder if someone if someone even mentioned that to Vince, or if Vince is like, ah, I just see money. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure he's only seeing now that, that billion dollar deal. You know? Yeah, what I mean? seriously. But but here here's the here's the thing, right? So we've seen uh, throughout the whole deal with USA, we've seen it with uh, you know with Peacock now, all all this stuff. You know, as long as the money is in the pot, he doesn't he doesn't care. Oh, I just had a thought. What's that? Do you think Peacock would ever erase all the those segments with the Ministry of Darkness, you know, with all the sacrifices stuff and all the satanic uh, imagery? Well, well, I wouldn't put it past him. Oh, that would be bad. Like, I mean, see, again, that's why I hate that, that they've done this. This is stupid. Yeah, and, and, and not, not only not only the censorship, which is a, which is a big issue, but the fact that that Peacock is now reviewing all seventeen thousand hours of content. That's yeah, a lot of my fucking hours. Jesus. And and only and only releasing like bits at a time. So the way that the way that I understand it is, you know, the the uh, Peacock app for the network won't won't be full fully uh, available until August, which my question is, if that's the case, why are you launching the service on Peacock now versus August? I mean, I think this is all a waste. You're just wasting time going through all that content. What else? You know, just stop. You know, and, and, and the other thing, too, which pisses me off is that for, for our podcast, for now, like, we have to we have to, um, you know, cancel, you know, our trips back in time with the DeLorean because who, who knows when or which uh, pay-per-views have been removed or when they're going to be available. So, you know, that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But I, I think for uh, I think for at least the next three shows, we have plenty of content because uh, – let me run down the uh, the list yes, for, please for, do. for our listeners. So tonight we're doing the raw review um, from last night, which was 
which was a pitiful addition <laughs> of a go of a go. It looked it. I I, look, I saw the results because like at, at 11 p.m. every Monday night I, on my phone I get the I get the grading raw like a, um, notification and I look up the results and see how the show was. Well, well, I can assure you it sucked. So we 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 have we have that and then we also have our projections. For night one and night two of NXT stand and deliver, of course, night one being uh, tomorrow evening. Um, and then on Friday, we have the um, entire NXT stand and deliver re review, as well as AEW and SmackDown reviews. And then the following Tuesday, we're going to be doing, oh, and then, of course, on top of all of that for Friday, we're also doing the, the WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2 predictions. Uh, so Friday is going to be a stacked show. And then, of course, the following Tuesday, uh, once Elio fulfills his other uh, podcast um, duties, um, we will be bringing you our extensive thoughts on um, the WrestleMania 37 card as a whole, uh, how it played out. Now, right off the bat, um, I think it's quite obvious that that night two of WrestleMania is going to be the better show. I mean, I, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure that out because night one sucks. But we'll get uh, we'll get into that further on Friday. For for right now, uh, let me take a bullet for you, Elio, because I love you and I know you didn't watch it because you're a lucky fucking bastard. Um, <laughs> so with with that with with that being said, let me jump on the landmine that is the Monday Night Raw review. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this entire show, with the exception of Matt Riddle versus Mustafa Ali, was a fucking low light. Uh oh. This was a three-hour low light, with the exception of one match. Now, I, I, from what I was reading on the reports last night, there was no Miz TV. Am I right? No, and but instead. Oh no. Instead, we have we have Bad Bunny arriving to the to the uh, to the building with his Bugatti, which has a price tag of three million dollars. Okay. And sure. why not? Well, you know, if you got it, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna knock you for that. You know, I mean, if I had that kind of money, God knows what I'd be spending it on. But anyway, um, so Bad Bunny comes rolling in with this badass car, and it was badass. Um, and then out comes. Miz and Morrison uh, later on, a little bit later, 
and they have this paint, and they're going to deface a $3 million Bugatti. I'd, I'll tell you something, motherfucker. That paint better be water-based, or else you're, you're, you're performing um, an ungodly act on that kind of vehicle, I can assure you. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll tell you what, WWE does not want to foot the bill to replace a three million dollar vehicle. I don't think so. They, they, I bet they cover. I bet they cover their ass, you know, faster than editing the WWE Network on Peacock regarding uh, Bad Bunny's Bugatti. I can assure you of that. Um, I. Uh, but but back backing up a little bit, I um I have to I have to say I I cannot believe that this is the go home show for WrestleMania. This was embarrassing. Oh no, that's right, that's right. This is the go home show. What? what oh. This was the go-home edition of your flagship show for the WWE, okay? Now, it's arguable that WrestleMania 37 is, should be considered, I'm not going to say is, but it should be considered the biggest WrestleMania of all time and the most important one because it is WWE's return to live entertainment after 14 months of a pandemic you're finally getting fans back in front of your product, and and this this is the kind of go home show you give us for that event. Um, it's embarrassing. It it, it really is. Um, you know, I uh, I usually uh, watch this show and and pay very close attention because I try to come on here and give you the best uh, review that I possibly can. Uh, however, I found myself getting disgusted uh, even faster than usual because um, because the show starts with um, Drew McIntyre in the ring, and we get a video package of Baron fucking Corbin uh, coming out to try to collect Bobby Lashley's bounty. Um, I have I have a question regarding Bobby Lashley and his, and his cohorts. Well, I should say former cohorts. Now the Hurt Business. Um, why the fuck would you break up the best faction on Monday Night Raw? One of the very few highlights of Monday Night Raw in the Hurt Business. This close to WrestleMania, you know, because now, because now after you spent all this time building up uh, Bobby Lashley and finally uh, almost erasing from my memory banks the days of his ass flex, now, now you're telling me that he doesn't need Cedric and Shelton but he needs people like Baron fucking Corbin to help him retain his championship at WrestleMania. Right. Um, I gotta, I gotta tell you, my friend, uh, that sounds like ass backwards booking to me. 
you know, they are really um, working overtime to devalue Bobby Lashley. And uh, that, that, really, uh, that really pisses me off. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I really don't get this. And then, and then for, for some reason, um, Drew, and I'm not knocking him for this. I just, I was very just confused by, uh, by this part of the promo. Um, for some reason, to try to inject emotion, uh, Drew brought up um, his very personal and very real situation uh, in which his mother um, suffered from and lost her life due to cancer um, in her early 50s. And I'm, I, I, I found myself uh, confused by that. Once again, I'm not, I'm not insulting anybody uh, for this. But I just, I just, you know, what is that? What does that have to do with this promo um, going on? So I, I was very, that was very awkward to me. And then speaking of fucking awkward, Xavier Woods beats AJ Styles in two minutes. What the fuck? The lowlights keep rolling on in as Braun Strowman and the Strowman Express. Oh no, the Strowman uh, Express. Uh, oh, oh yes, it's a it's a choo choo train. <laughs> that, that and by the way, my impersonation of a train horn is more intimidating. Braun Strowman's entire WWE career, the dumb fuck. Um, and I I say dumb fuck for a reason, ladies and gentlemen, because that is what WWE is doing to Braun Strowman. They are making him look like the most asinine, such a stupid individual in the history of the world. What is this and why is this match with Shane happening at WrestleMania? Somebody needs to explain this to me. So so in order in order to ex- explain this whole scenario with Shane, Braun cuts a promo in the middle of a steel cage about being bullied as if we haven't heard that five million times. You know, it's just ridiculous. And oh, and he's fighting for everybody and all the fans around the world who have been called so, so stupid. You know what's so, so stupid, Elio? The, the fact that. What's this? The fact that Braun Strowman has been poisoning our television screens for as long as he has and hasn't been released from the WWE. I find that to be a miracle in and of itself. You know, this is just crap. It really is. Uh, Elias versus Braun Strowman. Nobody gives a fuck. 
I, t I, told, I talked about Miz and Morrison defacing Bad Bunny's Bugatti. I, I, wanted, I wanted the Bugatti to magically come to life like Knight Rider and kill the Miz and Morrison as a matter of re revenge for defacing that beautiful vehicle. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure it will happen in my dreams. Uh, it, but this is what the, now I have I have a question for you and I'm I'm, I'm quite serious. Okay. Um, why why is WWE obsessed with putting WrestleMania opponents into tag team uh, situations before before these big shows? Are you talking about Oscar and Mia Ripley? Yes, I am. <laughs> I don't know why they do that. It just it never works. Nothing ever works. Look, look what the, what happened with the Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Well, and and we'll get we'll get into that later uh, on in the show. Um, but I mean, what are they what are they doing? I mean, like, look, I said I said it, you know, on our last show. You know, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka was never supposed to be in the cards at all, let alone for WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was it was supposed to be Asuka versus Lacey Evans, and then Lacey Evans got pregnant. You know, good for, good for her. Um, I hope I hope she's happy, and I hope the baby's healthy. Um, but then then we then we get. To, pl to plan B, uh, no pun intended, and we have what was supposed to be Oscar versus Charlotte, and we've we've gotten conflicting stories as to why as to why Charlotte is going to be a no show at WrestleMania. But I, so I don't know which version of events to believe, but that's your prerogative as a, as a listener to make your mind up on that one. Um, you know, but but the the fact of the matter is, Asuka and Rhea Ripley have no history with each other whatsoever. Um, you know, th this is Rhea Ripley's re-debut re on the roster uh, after... Um, after losing to Charlotte last year, you know, but but the thing is, and and I I hate I hate that they're doing this, but they're going they're going to destroy either Asuka or Rhea Ripley again, and I I just I don't see the point in in this match because. He, do I think it'll be a great match, Elio? Yes. The, the, the answer is absolutely. As, as a pure wrestling match, I want to see this match. I do. Um, you know, please don't don't get it confused because I know I can come on here and, and kind of sound like an over-analytical bitch sometimes. I get it. <laughs> um, but... I want logic. I want I want storytelling and I want solid reasoning 
where 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 the viewing audience doesn't have to break it all down themselves searching for a reason as to why this is taking place now having said that it's going to be a good match that doesn't mean that it's it, it should be on wrestlemania i don't I, because look the 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 rumor is that Rhea Ripley is going to be getting a musical performance from the band that does her uh, entrance theme. Uh, which is what? Which is who? Wait, who does her entrance theme? Uh, let me look it up. That's a that's a good question. Uh, on the fly. Research. Research right here live on episode 120 of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Oh, geez, already 120. Wow. That's awesome. Yes, it is. And we are just below seven, uh, 2,750 viewers. So by the time this episode gets posted... Um, I think we will. Uh, I think we will uh, eclipse that number. And uh, what? What the fuck? Oh, hold, hold. Now, how did me searching for Rhea Ripley's theme song uh, bring bring me up to a Malcolm X speech? What the hell? Uh oh. Okay, yeah, yeah, we don't, clearly I might have had the wrong title on it. Okay, I have it here, Ash Costello. Yeah, that's what just popped up, so hold on. Um, oh, yeah. So is this, the, is this the same one that she was using in, in NXT or is it a newer uh, no, no, it's the it's the same one. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, you know, and and I uh, I'm looking forward to the match, but I, I just I wish WWE wouldn't shoot themselves in the foot mm-hmm. and get themselves backed into a corner where they where they have to do matches where if you really try to break it down logically. It makes no sense, but but we shall move on. And uh, let me see. Oh, did I did I accidentally? Uh, oh no, I'm good. Okay, all right. And honestly, after 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 that, Elio. There, 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 there is nothing of note on this show uh, other than Matt Riddle versus Mustafa Ali, which was a bit, which was an absolute banger of a match. I, um, you know, th- there's really nothing else that I can that I can say about this show. This episode of Monday Night Raw was horrendous and it it did nothing nothing whatsoever to get me excited for wrestlemania like look let's say that i had stopped watching wrestling several years ago which 
if it wasn't for this podcast, I can guarantee you that would have been the case because, uh, you know, this, this is this is this is more torturous than Chinese water torture at this point in time. Okay. Um, I, I, I really, I really believe that this show is an abomination. You know, I, I can only imagine how the talent must feel having to go out there and put their names behind this shit, you know, on the road to WrestleMania, nonetheless, and act like this is compelling television. I just I I don't get it, and it, I don't have high hopes for this WrestleMania, as we've discussed ad nauseum uh, since the Royal Rumble. But th- but for a go home show to WrestleMania, Elio, I'm not sure I've seen a worse one in my entire life. And I know I know that you didn't see this show, and I am urging you, please. For your own health and well-being, do not go back and look at this shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Okay, I appreciate it. And and with that in mind, I wish I could help myself even further, but a, a break for my vocal cords and a fresh sip of Mountain Dew will have to suffice. As I shift the uh, the mic over to Elio, and he takes us through the rundown for night one and night two of WrestleMania, or, or, or not WrestleMania, I'm sorry, night one and night two of NXT Stand and Deliver, as All we right. give you our predictions. Elio, take it away. All right, so here we go. I'm not going to do night one and then uh, night two. I'm just going to do all the matches uh, combined. Okay. All right. So first up on on the page I'm looking at, we have for the NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez with the Kai in her corner. Yeah. Um, who, do you, who do you think? Who's your pick? Oh, I'm going with uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, I am too. All right. Next, we have a triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championships. MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus the Gato del Fantasma. Who do you, who do you have? All right, so for that one, let me take a look at what I have for that one. I'm going, I went with MSK. I'm going with MSK. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. I want it to be Grizzled Young Veterans, but since they've, all, they've already lost, I think, twice to MSK, um, and I think, I think they have bigger plans for Legado del Fantasma at this point. So I'm going to have to go with MSK. All right. Next we have 
Leon Ruff, okay, a six-man gauntlet eliminator match with the winner receiving an NXT North American Championship match on night two. Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight. Who you got? For this one, I'm going with, let's take a look. Okay, so for this one, I'm going with Cameron Grimes. I'm going to go with Cameron myself. Okay. What can, what can I say? He's taken me to the moon and converted me to a fan. I want to see Cameron Grimes versus Ted DiBiase. That, that would actually be hilarious. Just... Just the promo battles would be <laughs> <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> Next we have for the NXT United UK Championship Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, for this one, I have Walter. Yeah, I just, you know what? I just don't see Walter losing it right now. I, I mean, I know he's had it forever. But really, you can you can subtract uh, eight months from that reign because they they were not running television, and with them just getting the show reestablished after the pandemic, I re- I really don't see them taking the title off of Walter. All right, next we have Pete Dunn versus Kushida. I'm going with Kushida. Yeah, I think Kushida needs it more than Pete. I agree. All right. Moving on, we have for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. I'm going with Karrion Cross on this one. I am too. I think it's very obvious. Then we have an unsanctioned match, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. I'm going with Adam Cole. Um. Yeah, because I, I, I think that this will be uh, Adam's Adam Cole's last match in NXT. I think he's going to the main roster, so I'm gonna have to pick Adam Cole. All right. Next, we have the NXT North American Championship: Johnny Gargano versus the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator. Which we both uh, pick Cameron Grimes. I think it's I I think I think if it's Cameron Grimes, I would really like to see him win it. Yep, I'm gonna have to go with Cameron Grimes on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Then we have a ladder match to determine the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar, accompanied by Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. I'm going with Jordan Devlin. I'm going to have to go with Santos Escobar. Okay. And finally, for the Women's Tag Team Championships, we have... Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. I've got Shotzi and Ember going over. Yeah, I I agree. Absolutely. 
All right, so that is all the rundown of uh, NXT Stand Deliver, both night one and night two. Absolutely, and uh, I think, uh, didn't, weren't you telling me via messenger that you had some uh, WrestleMania trivia? Oh, yes, I believe I was about to ask if uh, we had done that. Yes, uh, to close this uh, episode up, Ben, I've got some WrestleMania trivia. How well do you know WrestleMania? Um, I, I would say, I would say pretty well. I mean, I, I'm more comfortable with that than any other past trivia we've done. I think. All right, so let's uh, see how well you know WrestleMania. Question number one: Which WrestleMania holds the WWE attendance record? Three, eight, thirty-two, or thirty-five? Well, the real record or the announced record? It doesn't even say. That's uh, that's why that's what uh, threw me off of this one. I'm gonna have to say WrestleMania three because I just don't. I I don't believe that anything is beat it. Well, the uh, uh, correct answer is WrestleMania thirty two. Oh, which man. when which when I saw that I'm like that's bullshit because you that question was not clear. Yeah, well, we shouldn't even count that. As no, a you question. know what? You know what? Let's not count that one. Yeah, I because I, uh, that one was poorly worded. Well, yeah, and plus we 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 all know how WWE inflates their. Uh, WrestleMania attendance numbers, and I'm not insulting. Yeah. I'm not insulting them on that. They, I, I think they just do. No, because you know what? I'm gonna pull up WrestleMania three right now. Now WrestleMania three has always been announced with over ninety three thousand, right? Uh, correct. All right. Well, I'm pulling up the information right now. It's actually seventy over seventy one thousand is the real num- the real number attendance record. Yeah, so they just they they inflate the hell out of those things. I, I'm not I'm not sure why, but they just do. Yeah, because it was it's yeah. See, I'm looking at the disputed uh, citation. It says WB's figure was false, and the total audience was above seventy eight thousand. Right. So, yeah. So, there we go. All right. So, question number one, the real question number one, because we're not counting that one. Okay. So, yeah. Which state has hosted the most WrestleManias? New York, California, Florida, or Texas? I would say New York. California. No, well, that's, uh, that's, I mean, that's understandable. Okay. Who has competed in the second most WrestleMania matches? Shawn Michaels, John Cena, Randy Orton, or Triple H? Triple H, I think. Correct. At which WrestleMania did the most titles change hands? Six, two thousand, thirty-five, or thirty-six. 
Oh God. Um, two thousand thirty-five. Oh boo! <laughs> Undertaker's WrestleMania streak began in which city? Toronto, Chicago, Indianapolis, or Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Correct. Who won the first ever WrestleMania match? Tito Santana, Ricky Steamboat, Junkyard Dog, or the British Bulldogs? Now, let me clear this up, clearly clarify for you because they don't they don't do it here. When I'm talking about the first WrestleMania match, the first ever, like in the history of WrestleMania, starting from the first. So going all the way back to '85. Oh God. Was it Tito Santana, Ricky Steamboat, Junkyard Dog, or the British Bulldogs? Santana. Correct. He beat the Executioner. Very good. All right. How many superstars... Hold on. Let me think of how to... How to um, word this. Okay. What's the number of superstars who won the Rumble and a title and a title at WrestleMania in the same year? Is it 17 superstars, 19, 20, or 23? Oh, God. I'm going to say 17. Oh, 19. Okay. All right. That was uh, that was the final question, actually, because the there was like a total of one, two, three, four, five, six. There was a total of uh, seven questions, but there was actually six because we didn't count that first one. Yeah, well, I suck anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> all right, so Ben, what do you say we bring the show to a close? Absolutely, and that, and I do understand, ladies and gentlemen, that was an abbreviated show, but have no fear because, as I said, uh, we will be back on Friday with our complete breakdown of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Um, we got the SmackDown uh, review and also also the uh, WrestleMania 37 predictions. So uh, stay tuned for Saturday's show because that's going to be the absolutely stacked one. Uh, we just wanted uh, we wanted to give you this show uh, tonight and the and on. The Sorry, did you, say, did you say Saturday? Oh, I meant I meant Friday. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, we just we just decided to split this whole um, WrestleMania week coverage into three shows, so that one show wasn't absolutely massive because I. Neither one of us felt like going three and a half hours. Unlike unlike some podcasts here that uh, the last one they did, they went six hours, 12 p.m. to six. They had like a... Who was that? Sorry? Which podcast was that? Oh, it's called uh, Post Wrestling, the one we have here in Toronto. They went like six hours, but they had like different guests on. Well, that's slightly different, but even then, it's like, oh my god, six it's, hours? It's long. Oh, yeah. But, no thank you. So. Yeah. 
Um, we just kept it nice and tight for you tonight, but uh, stay tuned for Friday and the following Tuesday because that when that's when shit gets really juicy going in into and out of WrestleMania 37. So for Elio Canella, I'm Ben Pierce. This is the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, and we'll see y'all on Friday. It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding open. It's the preacher and the puppet, and you blind devotion. There's something.